Turtles All the Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of Anthropocene Reviewed and The Fault in Our Stars. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. NPR called the novel a sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. Azah Holmes never intended to pursue the disappearance of fugitive billionaire Russell Pickett, but there's a $100,000 reward at stake and her best and most fearless friend Daisy is eager to investigate. So together, they navigate the short distance and broad divides that separate them from Pickett's son, Davis. Azah is trying. She is trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living within the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. Turtles All the Way Down is a brilliant novel about love, resilience, and the power of lifelong friendship. Buy your copy of Turtles All the Way Down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. Thank you, Turtles All the Way Down, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. I'm always talking about how it is possible to change your life by just focusing on getting 1% better every day, how the little things really do add up, and... That can be as small as integrating a new supplement into your day-to-day routine like Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. It helps benefit your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. I personally have loved integrating Seed into my day-to-day routine. My digestion has never been better. I feel so much better and I truly notice a difference when I'm not taking it. When I take it consistently, I feel so much better. My digestion is better and I've never really experienced something like this from a probiotic so that's why I continually go back to seed and notice a difference when I stop taking it trust your gut with seeds ds01 daily symbiotic go to seed.com slash alana and use code 25 alana to get 25% off your first month that's 25% off your first month of seeds ds01 daily symbiotic at seed.com slash alana code 25 alana thank you seed for sponsoring today's episode of morning ray Hello, good morning, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm Alana Orlan, and this is part two of my three-part series, getting you ready to be your best and highest self in 2024. I don't know if the sound sounds any different to you, but I'm currently recording on my new mic and recording situation, so bear with me if it sounds a little different. If it's not, I feel like it should be better. I'm still learning. I don't know how far away to hold the mic from my mouth. I'm kind of just learning how to do this as it goes, but video content will be coming in 2024. I just want to slowly adjust myself into recording with this new mic. I love that I can hold it and kind of just move around with it. I feel really professional. But anyways, last week's episode was part one of this three-part series. If you haven't listened to that, definitely go back and listen. I discuss everything from vision boards and goal setting to manifestations. I think it's a really good episode. I'm a little biased, but I think it's a good one and it will make this episode even the more powerful. So definitely recommend that you go back and listen to that if you haven't already. I'm in the midst of planning our second ever community sweat event for the Toronto girls or boys, whoever, and it will be at Jaybird again this time at their new Yorkville location. So stay tuned for more details about that. It will be taking place in the new year, and I'm super, super excited 
to be able to do another in-person event. I want to do more of these in 2024. I have a potential second event in the works for around February or March. Still discussing with where I'm planning on hosting that, but I want to do more of these for you guys. I think it's such a fun way for us to come together, to do a workout, to have a snack, to chat, for you guys to also meet each other and make friends and also get to try the things I love doing in Toronto with me. So stay tuned. I'm really, really excited. I think it's going to be awesome. And I forgot how much I loved planning this last time. So on to my current faves. I am re-obsessed with Reforma reforma reformer or mega former pilates i've been going to jaybird's reformer classes at their new studio and it's honestly so nice i forgot how much i love it i decided to invest in a monthly membership with them so i get four classes a month it is a bit more expensive than my previous pilates membership it's at least double but I really do love the reformer and I feel like it just works all those little stabilizer muscles and really complements my weightlifting and running really well and I love cross training. I will never shut up about cross training. I really love it. If you haven't tried mixing up your workouts and doing different things at the same time as opposed to just doing Pilates or just running or just lifting or whatever else you may do. I really am a firm believer in cross training and this was something that was always preached to us in the dance program at my high school, how important it is to cross train and how beneficial it is and how it can actually make you stronger and better at like your main sport or your main focus. So definitely don't sleep on cross training. I really have been loving being super consistent with my gym routine. This week I was off for a week because I injured my foot, but it feels good to be back. And just having like this consistent morning routine again, like going to the gym at around the same time every morning, waking up at around the same time, really settling into this. And it feels really good doing this before the new year because I feel like I'm getting a head start and because things are kind of calm and chill right now, I can really settle into this routine and build good habits and get in the flow of it so that it can stick even when life gets busy, that's kind of my mindset with routine. So really been loving being consistent in the gym. I can't remember where, I think I saw it, it was like one of those inspirational <laughs> TikToks, but someone said it's easier to stay fit than to get fit. And that is so true. Like it's so hard to move a stagnant body and to get into the routine of working out when you haven't been doing it consistently. But once your body is moving and once you're doing that consistently, it's something you crave and it's just easier. Obviously, they're both super challenging. It takes a lot of self-discipline and hard work, but I think I agree with that. Once you're moving and once you're in the flow of working out consistently and eating well and doing all these healthy habits, it's so much easier to maintain than to start from ground zero. So just remember that when you're making your routines, and we're going to talk about this more in today's episode because we're discussing everything from your intentions and your mindsets to healthy habits, how to successfully keep those healthy habits, how to get into routines, what type of routines I personally love, and just like mindsets overall with everything because I know there's a lot of toxic diet culture that comes with New Year's resolutions and 
and a lot of weight loss messaging and bullshit. So I want to give you guys the tools to just have a really good mindset and outlook on what your New Year's resolutions are and what your goals are for yourself and kind of this roadmap that you're building for yourself in 2024 and onto the rest of your life. I'm all about longevity here. I don't want short-term bullshit that you're going to fall off of. I don't want stuff that's going to burn you out. I don't want you to yo-yo, work out, or diet, or anything. It's a lifestyle. It's a mindset. It's all healthy. It's everything in moderation. And it's going to bring you closer to becoming her, becoming your highest self, becoming the best version of yourself, becoming that person that you always look up to. And these are things that I implement into my daily life and have been for the past six years or so at this point because in January it will be six years that I've really been on my fitness journey and sharing this content online with you guys. So we're pumped. I feel like that gives me some credibility here and I feel like I've really tried out everything. Going back to the current faves because I really went on a tangent over there. As Gretchen Garrett, you would always say, I digress. <laughs> She always says this in her podcast. I always remember that. I have been obsessed with setting the vibe in my apartment at night. You know, we're romanticizing the darkness. Today is actually winter solace when I'm recording this. So it's the shortest day in the entire year. But you know what? On the bright side, the days are only going to get longer starting tomorrow. They're going to get a minute longer every single day. If you don't believe me, start tracking your sunset time in your area every single day. It's going to get delayed by a minute. So that's something that can pull you out of your winter blues, your seasonal depression, whatever it may be. But anyways, setting the vibe in my apartment at night has really allowed me to kind of enjoy the short days and long nights. It's all about the lighting and the ambiance and the smells and the vibes, you know? I love to not use any, I, I hate big lights. The lights on the ceilings are honestly traumatic. They are terrible. They are scarring. I like my little lights. I love the lights underneath like the cupboards in the kitchen, you know, like those little overhead lighting in the kitchen. I love putting those on. I have smart bulbs in my lamp that's in, like my floor lamp that's in my living room, as well as the lantern light that's in my bedroom. So I love putting those on a dim, love a dimmer switch, love a smart bulb. I feel like a smart bulb is the hack to having a dimmer switch in an apartment or any rental home. And also just like easier because you don't have to deal with wires and whatnot. You just put the bulb in, connect it to whatever app you have. Anyways, love putting the lights on like a low setting. Sometimes I'll do a red light. Do that in my bedroom too. I love lighting a candle. You guys know I'm a slut for a good candle. I really love anything Santal, sandalwood, tobacco, tobacco, <laughs> tobacco, vanilla, uh, what else? Like anything like kind of like warm and like sultry and spicy, kind of, but not too spicy. I don't love a cinnamon candle. Not really about that vibe. And just getting into a comfy set. I'm also, this is another favorite, but I am obsessed with the Skims soft lounge set that I got yesterday. I got the loose pant and the tank top in the color brick, which is perfect for the holiday season. It's this really nice red. And it is just so comfy, so cozy. Just a part of the vibe. I love reading a book with some tea. Honestly, been making Pillsbury cookies quite a bit. So 
making some fresh cookies. Ginger molasses cookies have been something that I've been craving, but it's a whole mission in itself to make it. So making a little baked treat, reading the book. If I had a fireplace, I'd light the fireplace. You could put like the good old log on your TV if you wanted. You know what I mean? The thing on YouTube where it's like the fireplace and it has the crackling kind of vibe. Or watching a movie. Been really into movies lately. Also been loving cooking for myself. There's nothing better than a home-cooked meal, cleaning the kitchen, and then enjoying that meal and then setting the vibes, you know? It's... It's all about the vibes. We love the vibes. Let's get into the bulk of the episode, why you clicked on this episode to begin with, and let's start with our intentions. I think it's so important to set intentions going into the new year, going into any new season or chapter of your life. It really helps when you have a why, and I love to write this out. I'm all about writing things out in my journal. You guys know I love my journal. I love manifestation. I love writing my thoughts out. So write your intentions out. This is no different. You can also write it in the notes app if you want. You can incorporate it into your vision board and how we spoke about it last week. I love doing words as a part of my vision board as well as just pictures. You can also put them on sticky notes on your mirror or like anywhere where you're constantly looking. So say like your coffee machine or in the fridge, like on your milk or something. But I think setting our intentions and having a why behind what we are doing in life and what our, what the deeper meaning is behind the things that we're doing every day, like our silly little morning routines and our hot girl walks and going to the gym and showing up for ourselves and putting our best foot forward at work or in school or in our friendships. Like, Why do we care about maintaining good friendships? Why do we care about having good relationships with our parents or our siblings or our children or our cousins, our family, like whoever? Why is this important to you? What is the deeper reasoning as to why you want to take the time and energy every single day or most days or whenever you're putting the effort into these things? Why are you doing it? Is it because you believe that These are important values to yourself. This makes you feel good. Will it bring you closer to the type of person you envision yourself to be? Is it because you believe you will be more confident if you take care of yourself? You want to live a strong, healthy life, a long life, a full life. You want to treat others the way that you wish you were treated or the way you want to be treated. There's so many different reasons why we can set a why and what our why could be. So really think about that. It can be as deep or as light as you want it to be, but I really recommend you taking the time to pull out your journal, to pull out your notes app, and to really reflect what are your intentions for 2024? What is your intention of this new year? What are you trying to get out of the next 365 days? I don't think it's a leap year. (laughs) What are you trying to get out of the next 365 days? And how would you like to be in a year's time? What do you want to be reflecting on? What do you want to be proud of? What do you want to have accomplished? And how do you want to have grown from your current state? Imagine yourself sitting right now in December 2024, reflecting back on the past year and how do you want to feel what is on your mind. On to our healthy habits. I love to always reflect on the past and then move into the future. You guys will start to notice this routine 
And this pattern, when I'm talking about reflection and setting new habits and building new habits and routines and whatnot, I spoke about it a lot in last week's episode, how it's important to reflect on what we've accomplished and taking note to what we want to continue doing and what we want to change. And the same thing applies for our habits. What healthy habits did you build in 2023? How and why do you want to continue to bring them into 2024? I encourage you to grab your journal if you haven't already. You can do this after the podcast. You can pause the podcast right now and do this little exercise. If you have your phone on you, which I'm assuming you do because you're listening to this podcast, you can open up the notes app and just do a little journal reflection in the notes app. What healthy habits did you build in 2023 and how and why do you want to continue them into 2024? Or maybe why do you not want to bring these habits into 2024? And then let's move on to what healthy habits do you want to add in 2024? How and why do you want to do that? And then with saying that, how are we going to implement them? Can you habit stack them with your pre-existing habits? If you're new to the podcast and you don't know that I'm obsessed with the books Atomic Habits by James Clear and I went through a mega stage of being obsessed with it probably around this time last year into the new year. But essentially, James Clear refers to habit stacking as finding a habit you already do every day and stacking your new habit behavior on top of it, aka your current habit becomes the trigger for you to do your new one. You can phrase this to yourself as after insert current habit, I will insert new habit. So after I, I don't know, (laughs) I'm like putting myself on the spot here. After I make my morning coffee, I will take my probiotic. Something I currently have it stacked was after I get home from the gym, I will make my protein shake. And then I have it stacked into that. When I'm making my protein shake, I'm adding in my colostrum because I knew if I didn't just put that in with that protein shake, I probably wouldn't take this new supplement that I'm really curious about. If you guys haven't heard about colostrum, it's basically liquid gold. This isn't sponsored at all. I've been taking the brand Armra. I was literally being harassed with ads from that company online and I'm finally trying it out. I haven't been taking it long enough to actually like see any benefits. I feel like I'm going to give it a good three month period. I feel like that's decent enough. I don't know how long to like test it out for, but I mean, I added into my protein shake. It kind of makes it kind of creamy. It has all these amazing habits, maybe habits, not habits. We're talking about habits, but colostrum has so many amazing benefits from the research that I have done. It's really beneficial for immunity, for your skin, for your hair, for your gut, really like anything. They have a lot of information on the Armra website. I encourage you to always do your own research, talk to your physician before trying a supplement, but Armra colostrum is what I'm currently trying. Anyways, I digress. (laughs) The best way to implement your new habits is to habit stack, as I was saying. We love Atomic Habits. If you haven't read it, definitely add that on your TBR, so your to-be-read list for 2024 and pick that up from your local bookstore or get the ebook or on your Kindle or whatever. I honestly really love having my self-help educational books and a physical copy because I love having them on my shelf and I think it's cool to see what books people read so like when people come into my apartment they can see what books I've read or what books I'm currently reading sort of thing maybe it's an ego thing but anyways we've discussed 
what habits you want to bring into 2024. Examples of things that you could bring in and things that I'm wanting to incorporate into my life is having a consistent workout routine that really fulfills me, making more home-cooked meals. I swear this is constantly (laughs) on my radar. If you've been listening for the pod for a while, you would know that I'm on a mission to learn another language, and that is why I have been using Rosetta Stone. They are one of the most trusted language learning programs available on both desktop and as an app, and it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. They are a trusted expert for learning languages for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages being offered everything from Spanish, French, Italian, German, Chinese, Japanese. It also has fast language acquisition. Rosetta Stone really immerses you in so many ways. There's no English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's very intuitive. You pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences, and it's really designed for long-term retention. You're not just going to learn something and then forget it if you're not constantly practicing. What I love is they also have the built-in true accent feature, which gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So it's like having a personal trainer for your accent and you can make sure that you're pronouncing everything as you should. It's very convenient and it has amazing value with a lifetime membership to all 25 languages. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Morning Ray listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Thank you, Rosetta Stone, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. The weather is getting warmer and sometimes life gets busy in the summer months and that is where factors no prep no mess meals come into play meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef crafted meals with options like calorie smart protein plus and keto factors fresh never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes so no matter how busy you are you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious great tasting meals Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian-approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. Head to factormeals.com slash Alana50 and use code Alana50 for 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Alana50 at factormeals.com slash Alana50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor Meals, for sponsoring this week's episode of Morning Ray. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we tend to keep things bottled up, we throw them under the rug, and we just keep forgetting about it, pushing it away, ignoring it until it just gets in our face. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, to take those things that you've been putting away and figure out how to work through what's weighing you down. I personally used to always bottle things up and ignore them and tell myself I was okay. And I got really tired of doing that until I started to 
go to therapy regularly. Therapy is a place where you can gain positive coping skills, learn how to set boundaries, empower yourself to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have, who have experienced major trauma. I personally haven't experienced major trauma and I'm an active user of therapy. Therapy has honestly changed my life and if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you're capable and able to switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Alana to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Alana. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode of Morning Ray. Are drinking less alcohol... I guess this goes into my next part of figuring out what habits I want to discontinue in 2024, what habits you want to discontinue and why. So for example, mindlessly scrolling on your phone, being lazy, hitting snooze, vaping, ordering takeout, reckless shopping, reckless spending. Come up with a game plan to break those habits. And I definitely would say the best way to break a bad habit is to replace the bad habit with a good substitute. So for example, instead of hitting snooze, keep a glass of water next to your bed to reach for in the morning and drink instead of hitting your snooze button. Or you could get a sunrise alarm clock. You guys know I'm obsessed with my hatch. It has truly changed my life not to be dramatic. This is not sponsored at all. I spent the full $300 on it. It's definitely cheaper in America, but us Canadian girlies with our Canadian dollar. So get a sunrise alarm clock to properly wake you or keep your alarm further from your bed so that you have to get out to turn the alarm off. Go to bed earlier so that you're not exhausted in the morning. Or if you're ordering takeout, set a limit on the number of times per week you're going to order takeout. Get excited about cooking at home. Simplify the grocery shopping and cooking process. Think of your future self and plan ahead. I always find I order out food more when I don't do a proper grocery shop, when I go when I go to the grocery store without a shopping list, when I haven't thought of recipes or things that I want to make during that week and then I don't shop properly and make sure that I have those ingredients on hand. And also when I don't store my produce properly in the fridge and it goes bad really fast then I don't want to cook because I can't because my food has gone bad. Alexa, turn on the living room light. We're setting the vibe. Consistency. Consistency over everything. I feel like everyone, not everyone. It's really easy to have an all or nothing mindset to think that if you break your habit cycle one day to just give it all up. No, it's all about how many times you show up and do these habits. And the more you do it, the more consistent you will be and the sooner you will see the results and feel the results that you're looking to achieve from having these routines and maintaining these good habits for yourself. If you break a habit cycle one day, don't give up. Keep moving forward. Just jump back right into those routines and habits that you were doing the day before, or maybe it's a few days that you're off, but just like jump right back into it. There's no reason, there's no need to just totally forget about everything. Find ways to motivate yourself and to maintain the habits 
that you want to build so that they become mindless to you. Like it just becomes a second nature. It's a subconscious thought. It's almost like the habit stacking. You do one habit and it just triggers you to remember to do the next. I make my coffee every morning. It reminds me that I need to take my probiotic. I keep my probiotic near my coffee. You can also do this through using things like a habit tracker. There's so many on Pinterest. I think Shelby Sacco, who was on the podcast and is the queen, the literal queen of habits, has one that she's selling. It's a little physical thing. I don't know if she's still selling it, but I'm pretty sure that she was. Google has a ton. You can make your own. I think the 5-Minute Journal has one built into it in some of their journals. Or you can also have an accountability partner, someone who's going to check in on you and make sure that you are withholding up these promises. Routines. I like a structured yet simple routine. My past self would have said otherwise. I love to do a million and one things, but I really have found that sticking to the minimal things, my non-negotiables, the things that really fill up my cup and set me up for success are all I need to do in my morning and will make it feel like less of a chore, will take up less time, and I can be more consistent with it. For me, going to bed and waking up at the same time every day, making my bed, getting dressed every morning even if I'm not leaving the house, going to the gym at the same time every day feels really good, you feel really productive, and you feel really accomplished. Giving yourself a reward for sticking to your routines really helps complete that habit loop in your mind. For example, when I needed to get back into running and being super consistent with my long runs and stop procrastinating them, I gave myself a physical reward at the end of every long run that I did. So every Sunday when I did my long run or whenever it was during my half marathon training, I got a little physical reward, either a coffee or new running socks or something related to running. And that really helped me complete that habit loop and build that habit successfully. When it comes to routines, it really is a trial and error process to figure out what works for you, especially if you're still in school and you're entering a new semester in January or if you work on shift work or like rotations for your job. Every day might be different or every couple of weeks might be different. So there really is a trial and error process to figure out what works best for you on those days and dependent on your schedule. If you work a really consistent job where you're working the same hours pretty much day in and day out, you're going to figure out what works for you a lot sooner. So you have that benefit on your side. That's the pro of working a nine to five. You know what you're getting Monday through Friday, but don't be hard on yourself if It is a trial and error process. I always remember at the beginning of each semester, I kind of felt super anxious because I had this new schedule. I was going to class at different times on different days. I had to figure out like when I was doing what work and all that. And it took some time to figure out like what my morning routine looked like, what my day-to-day looked like, when I was doing my assignments, when I was studying, when I could go to the gym and whatnot. So just remember that it's okay to try different things out. It's okay and normal to feel like something doesn't work and isn't working for you, but don't give up. Like keep going, keep trying different things. Do a little prototype testing, prototype testing. Get inspired, build this into your vision board. Add what you want, your routines and things into your vision board. Find people who share routines 
hint, hint, like myself, (laughs) or even Trin or Kaylee, anyone, honestly, on social media that inspire and motivate you. Maybe it's a routine that's similar to something that you would like to have. Maybe it's just like really motivational and inspiring to you and it's, you know, you're never going to get to that level, but it really motivates you to work on your own routines and surround yourself with like-minded individuals. Lauren Everett and Michael Bostick always, always talk about this on their podcast and I'm sure so many other people talk about this, but you are the top five people who you surround yourself with. And the same goes for the content that you are consuming online. So the top five people whose content you engage with impact the way you think, act, behave, go about life, your thoughts, conscious and subconscious. Even if you are just scrolling past that content and you're not consuming it entirely, your subconscious is. So be aware and be selfish with who you let into your life on all fronts, in real life, online, wherever it is. And I really encourage you to surround yourself as much as you can, given your circumstances, to be around like-minded individuals or people that you are aspiring to be like. When it comes to our routines and our habits, start small and build over time. If you just out of nowhere add a million one things into your life at once, it's going to be overwhelming you are most likely going to fall off track and feel burnt out and overwhelmed. So start slow, as I always say. Add something new once a week or so. Give yourself time to adjust and really settle into it. Once you've accomplished and succeeded at adding one habit into your life and one thing into your routine, move on to the next and habit stack it and keep adding as you need. And that is the best way to make a sustainable lifestyle and a sustainable way to introduce those healthy habits and routines. It's kind of like math. You slowly learn and add on. (laughs) This could be a really bad example, but you slowly add on different skills in math. Like you learn addition, then you learn subtraction, then you learn multiplication and division. You don't learn them all at once. You slowly learn them over time. Healthy mindsets. Let go of, oh, Alexa wanted to join in. No, let go of the all or nothing mindset. I've said it once already. I will say it again. If you miss something or all of it one day or a few days, don't give up. Just get back up and start again. It's all about consistency. The more days you do these healthy habits, you have this consistency with your routine, you do your routine, the sooner you will see progress and achieve the results that you are looking for. Find a way to be as consistent as possible. Don't beat yourself up if you quote unquote fall off track or fall off the bandwagon. It's not an all or nothing mindset. It's all about finding balance in whatever way that looks for you in your life. I like to think about what I'm adding into my life when I'm trying to reset my habits and my routines or become healthier or better overall. This is called the crowding out effect. Essentially, you crowd out your bad habits out of your life by filling it in with the good. You add all these good habits into your life that you don't have time for the bad habits or the bad thoughts. The same thing can be applied to what you're eating, how you're moving, how you're performing at work, in all areas of your life. It's the crowding out of 
crowding out effect. I'm pretty sure James Clear also talks about this in Atomic Habits. I also love to always think in abundance. What am I adding into my life as opposed to thinking in a scarcity mindset? Scarcity mindsets make us feel restricted. They make us feel small. They make us feel overwhelmed. But when we think in abundance, it's a very positive outlook. Think abundance is positive. We want more of it. Scarcity is a very negative mindset and it draws a negative energy into our life and we don't want that. Speaking kindly to yourself. I think it's overlooked how often, not how often, but how we speak to ourselves can really impact the way we see the world, the way we see ourselves, the way in which we hold ourselves in conversations and with other people, the way we approach things, our confidence, our self-esteem, and our journaling practices. It's not the only time to practice positive affirmations. Be aware of how you speak to yourself on a day-to-day. I love doing this, and I think this has really changed my internal dialogue. But if you say something negative or mean to yourself, no matter the topic, no matter the area, it could be about your body image, it could be about your performance at school or at work, it could be in a social environment, maybe like you're embarrassed by what you did or said, counteract it with a positive comment. I found that the more I did this, eventually it led me to minimize the amount of negative things that I ended up saying to myself. Not that I never end up saying harsh things to myself. We're all human. We'll say these things. But I feel like I say more kinder and nicer comments to myself, almost the way that I would talk to a friend, a sibling, a parent, a stranger, and it really makes you feel so much better and helps build that self-confidence, that self-esteem. I like to do it with either I statements or you statements. You can say this in your internal dialogue, so those thoughts in your head, or you can say it physically out loud to yourself, either like say you're just walking, you can just like say it out loud, or this feels really silly at first, but the more you do it, the easier it gets and the better and more confident you feel about it. But say it to yourself while looking at the mirror, like while looking at yourself in the mirror. Put sticky notes on your mirror or common places you look or go to to remind yourself of these positive things. And I promise you, it really, really makes a difference. Speak kindly to yourself and you'll feel and see a change. The energy you put out is the energy you attract in your life. I really love to lead and treat others how I want to be treated. I act in the ways that I aspire to be like. And I really think that when you kind of step into this role of being your highest self and the way in which you view yourself in wanting to be, you eventually become it. If you embody yourself to be this super motivational and inspiring and self-confident person who is fearless and is very morally correct and has good values and strong values, then how are you going to do that in your day-to-day life? Like step into that character. Fake it till you make it. Just pretend you are your highest self and eventually that will just become your natural instinct. When we're thinking of our highest self, This is an activity I always love to do and you can do this either mentally or you can write it out in your journal. I really love writing it out in the journal because then you can go back and reflect on it. But how does your highest self hold themselves? How do they speak to themselves? How do they speak to others? What are they doing? What are they doing for work? What are they doing in life? Where are they living? What are they wearing? 
What are they choosing to participate in? Participate in? What are they choosing to participate in and what do they not? Like really go through every single detail. Be as specific as you can get in this journaling practice as to who is your highest self? Like what are you striving to be? What is your level of self-actualization if we're looking at Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Like what is that top tier moment that you want to be? And before I close out this episode, remember that too much of anything is bad. When it comes to our routines, when it comes to our healthy habits, moderation and balance is key. Life is worth living and if these routines and habits are withholding you back, from truthfully enjoying life, from being present, from being grounded, from living, then I think we need to reevaluate. There's no need for all or nothing. And I really encourage you to unfollow and unsubscribe from any toxic diet culture accounts or anything in general that doesn't align with you or your highest self. Delete things from your life that don't align with your highest self. Even if you scroll past it, your subconscious is taking that in and really apply this to all areas of your life. Even if it means separating yourself from friendships or relationships, family members, whoever, do so respectfully, do so grace, grace, graciously, oh my God, gracefully, graciously, graceless. (laughs) I can't speak, you guys. Graciously, but... You are allowed to remove things from your life that are no longer serving you and don't align with the person that you want to show up as in 2024 and onwards. I hope that part two was inspiring, motivational, and has given you some ideas of how to set your intentions, what habits and routines you want to implement into 2024, and what mindsets you want to acquire into the new year and onwards. I love you guys so much. Please let me know if you liked this episode. I always love reading your reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That's also how you can help support the pod. I love you guys so much and stay tuned for part three next week on our final week and final episode of 2023. Love you guys and we'll chat soon. 